today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Last uh, Friday, of course, uh, Doug Ford and his cabinet were sworn in, and uh, we have turned the page at the new government at Queen's Park and here in the province of Ontario. Uh, we already knew some of the things that uh, that now Premier Ford said he was going to make his priorities. One, of course, was the uh, cap-and-trade program, which uh, we've talked about extensively. But uh, not too long after the swearing-in, uh, newly minted uh, Ontario Health Minister Christine Elliott announced that Ontario's uh, new ministry and new program will now nix this idea about free meds for youth with private coverage no more. This, was, of course, was a, not just a campaign promise, but something that was enacted by the, uh, the previous Wynne government. Uh, so with this, uh, the news release issued on Saturday says the move is intended to make the program far more cost-effective, but it has brought some howls of derision from not just opposition members but other advocates that are saying, well, this is the thin edge of the wedge. This is the first of all these cuts that the uh, conservatives always do. But is this a practical measure, or is this uh, shades of the common-sense revolution with some of the massive cuts we've had? I've got a couple of different perspectives on this. I want to, first of all, bring Stephen Frank into the discussion. Uh, Stephen is uh, with the Canadian Life and Health Insurance Association and joining us on the Bill Kelly Show to give his perspective. Stephen, thank you so much for the time. It's great to have you with us today. Uh, good morning, Bill. It's my pleasure to be here. Did you anticipate a move like this, Stephen? Uh, no, we didn't. Uh, we didn't know this was coming, but... Um you know, think it's a, a very wise decision that they've taken here, and I think quite a balanced approach to making sure Ontarians get the medications they need, and that it's being done in a fiscally responsible way. And and equally importantly, that we're doing it in a way that that protects and and maintains the benefits that so many Ontarians benefit from. You know, there's almost nine over nine million people currently in Ontario with private coverage that serves them extremely well. So, you know, you want to make sure when you're Making changes like that, you're doing it in a way that that's protecting what's working, and you're looking to fill in those those areas where we need to do better. Was uh, was the was the move by the previous government, Stephen, in your mind, then an, an overreaction and an overcompensation? Well, I mean, I think they identified a, an important issue, which is that there is a small number of Ontarians that aren't getting the medications they need, and and for some of them, it's due to cost reasons, and so that's an important issue. We've always said that we can do better there. But I think what you don't want to do is, is um, you know, replace what's already working uh, when there are more tactical and, and more, I guess, more, you know, more um, fiscally easy and responsible ways to do that. So we think this approach going forward is the better one, and, and uh, we're quite pleased with the announcement over the weekend. Well, where does this leave that group that you just referenced, though, Stephen, that, that, that could not afford that? And, and I'm sure you and your experience, because I certainly have in my experience on this program over the years, I uh, heard from a number of people that says, you know, yeah, my doctor gave me a prescription for whatever. I can't afford it. I just can't. I don't have a drug plan. I, I can't do anything about it. Well, I think that's the. I think that's what's such a good element of this announcement. What the government have essentially said is that if you have private coverage, use your private coverage. If you don't, we'll continue to offer the OHIP Plus program. So there won't be any gaps going forward. This this hasn't created any any gaps or challenges that that didn't exist prior. What it's simply done is done it in a way that government's not footing the, the entire bill. And it's also done it in a way that, that protects and maintains the private benefits that so many people have. And so, you know, it's a, I think it's a really responsible approach. I don't think it's going to create any gaps. And, and I think it's a great path forward. Well, one of the criticisms of the WIN plan that, that I heard on numerous occasions was that, was that of redundancy uh, from people that were saying, I'm paying for a plan, but I'm not using it. So in other words, I'm, I'm giving X number of dollars towards premiums every year or month or whatever it is that they're paying and said it, it's never being enacted. So why am I paying the premiums? And they said, you know, if, if this is going to stay in effect, then I really don't need the insurance. 
Well, that's right, and that, that would have been the fact, and that's why I'm referencing the fact that, you know, what the previous government's approach really, you know, put at risk those benefits because people would have, you know, logically said, I won't continue to pay for private coverage when I've got a, a government program. The challenge that people run into, though, and very quickly bump into, is that private coverage is quite broad. So a typical private plan would cover somewhere between twelve and 14,000 medications, the ODB formulary or the Ontario Drug Plan covers about 4,400, so it's about a third. And so it put people in a difficult situation of saying, you know, boy, I, I do like the fact that I've got that really broad coverage. I like the fact I'm getting covered for new cancer therapies and all the new rare disease drugs, and I like the fact I'm getting the newest antibiotics and all that kind of stuff. That's important to me, and I want to keep that. But if you're if you enact reform in a way that puts that at jeopardy, then you could end up in a bit of a lose lose where people lose access to those medications, and you know you didn't really need to do that. Government would, was taking on a cost and and uh, and and a bill that they didn't need to assume. And so this approach is a better one, I think. It allows people to keep what they already have, keep that really strong private coverage, and they're going to do the right thing and make sure that everyone gets the medications they need. So. At the end of this, I think it's a it's a it's a wise, balanced approach to address the issues we're we're facing in Ontario and, and more broadly in Canada could could serve as a good model too. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from nine to noon on nine hundred CHML.